Hello and welcome to Hugenhoff Podcast, episode 85. Unfortunately, it is just me today, so I apologize in advance. This is going to be another short one. Um, I was going to have Laura on. We called in everything. But uh, there was something going on with TeamSpeak on my end, because I'm the one that runs the servers, and I have a new internet provider. Not sure what's going on, quite honestly. I think it has something to do with ports being blocked. But, long story short, we are going to start using Discord, and it took a long time to get everything set up, so by the time we finally got a recording that worked, it was just too late to do the podcast. So, I do apologize once again. It's just going to be me today. Next month it should work. Um, We're not totally sure because I've never recorded with Discord before. I've got uh, way all set up to do and I did a couple we did a couple tests last night and it seems to have worked but I'm hoping the sound quality isn't affected in any way anyway none of that stuff really matters um, today it's going to be me so this is episode 85 as I said and oh let me do the station news stuff um, if you want to go to my website please feel free to do that that's hugenhoff.org that's h-u-g-i-n-h-o-f dot org and yep check that out uh podcast is under the podcast tab so i subscribe to the rss and it's a monthly pod it's a monthly podcast you won't miss anything that way if you have any questions please feel free to email me at hugenhoffpodcast at gmail.com that's also on the website and i've actually got a lot of feedback lately so i just want to take a moment to say thank you everyone who's given me feedback i had a couple things asking questions about missing episodes and stuff always ask those questions because somebody brought it to my attention that two of my episodes were wrong and or i mean not showing and they weren't the the um, rss feed was messed up so gave me a chance to fix it so everybody who didn't ask but still had the problem got the episodes and then i think it was episode 83 is an episode that i um removed because the inner the person i interviewed asked me to remove it after the fact because he ended up not agreeing with some of the things he said in the interview before so i took it down just to be polite um so i think episode 83 won't be there but that those those are great things to bring up so that i can make sure that they're working for everybody else and then i got some email about like uh i think a long time ago i was talking about kids and how you make sacrifices to them and you can't do things like travel all the time and they brought up some um some other podcast where it talks about like traveling with kids and on a budget with kids and stuff like that and that's always uh cool stuff to know as well so thank you for that um so anyway that a lot of people have been in touch and it's great when people are in touch so uh i was really glad to hear from everybody so everybody who was in touch gave me suggestions of podcasts or told me things that were wrong with the site thank you so much i really appreciate that and it's great to know that people are actually listening because you know it's sometimes just nobody emails at all and you're like well, is anyone really listening so it's 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 nice to know people are out there and i really i do not always get back as soon as i should or at all i do my best um but thank you everybody for writing in i really appreciate it okay so i think that's it for the station news oh you can buy lore's book at amazon just search for Stephen oaks and he should come up uh his the link to his um web page and amazon store will be in the show notes you can buy my book at amazon as well just search byron rogers lightbringer 
And I think I mentioned lastnearfrothnear.com where you can get that D&D calculator and D&D campaign. I'll go into more detail on that if you missed last month, next month, because I want to talk to Laura about it. So those are all the places of, that you can go buy stuff or get stuff for free. So let's get into the actual show instead of just self-promoting. Uh, we're doing the runes today because I like doing the runes and I believe we did Nothis last time. So we're on Isa today. Again, reminder, uh, everyone probably knows this because this series has been like the last three episodes. This is inspired by the Rune series. It's something that I do if uh, I can't schedule things with lore. Um, I do like this series. I think it's an important one. This isn't Rune meanings. This isn't telling this isn't me saying what the runes mean. That has become part of it because to explain what the runes make me think, I sort of have to explain what they are. But really, this is like a starting point for me to say something that I think about whatever the topic is. Uh, there is uh, actually like explaining what all the runes mean, if that's what you're interested in way early on, um, which you can find in the podcast history, where I just go straight through this is what this rune means, this is what that rune means. In the future, I may or may not have a thing where I go into the connections more. Um, I honestly haven't decided yet, but that's not what this is. These are just like my personal thoughts on the rune. I'm just going to speak until I feel like I've said everything I want to say, and then I'm going to quit. So it's going to be a shorter episode, but that's better than me rambling which I'm kind of doing right now, ironically. But this would be worse if I decided I was going to make it a solid hour. So, uh, Isa, first of all, what's it mean, real quick? Uh, stagnation, or perhaps waiting. Nothing is moving. That definition comes straight from my website. I feel okay plagiarizing it because I wrote it. Um, but that's what it is. It's stagnation. Uh, let's look at the rune poems really quick. These are linked. They come from sunnyway.com. Uh, slash rune slash rune poems um, but th they'll be in the show notes and uh, these are the three original rune poems so the old Norse rune poem ice we call the broad bridge the blind man must be led okay so that's that's an interesting um, an interesting one the broad bridge so, you know there's a lot of things about traveling over the ice on winter uh, the blind man, I think blind man is important here with the thing of stagnation, uh, not being clear of what's going on, maybe. Uh, moving on to Icelandic, uh, ice, bark of river, and roof of the waves, and destruction of the doom. Uh, I, I like these because they're kinnings, basically, bark of rivers, so you know it's what covers the rivers and the winter like bark covers a tree i like the, i like that it's just poetic um and roof of the waves i like that one as well you know again the ice covers the waves so it's the roof of the waves those are just descriptive but poetic i, I like them because they're poetic and destruction of the doomed um i don't know what that means that can mean a lot of things a big so I think you have to think about our ancestors and think like freezing to death and like the cold elements really were dangerous. So that could be part of it. Um, of course, one of the Eiffel uh, afterlives was Niflheim, which was filled with ice and 
quote-unquote bad people would go there. That's what it could be talking about. Or it could be something more, um, oh, what do you say, symbolic of stagnation will be your own destruction. If you let your life become stagnant, it can be your own destruction. Maybe that's what it's saying. Maybe I'm taking that out of it. All of those things could be in there. So, anyway. Anglo-Saxon is ice. Ice is very cold and immeasurably slippery. It glistens as clear as glass and most like to gems. It is a floor wrought by the frost, fair to look upon. So again, uh, dangerous. I, I think that ice is definitely... So I talked about this last time. Some rooms are more negative than others. I, I, I think if you look at anything, period you can see a bright side and and there is a bright side and that's the same with the runes you can see the positives in ice if you look isa if you look for them but it, if you had to say if this is to say positive or negative rune you might tend to say it's more of a negative rune um uh, but for me what isa means is just stagnation and we look at where it's uh located in heimdall's eight at uh, you have this like destruction, but I talked about that being a destruction leading to a new um, good thing. Uh, kind of the idea of destroying the old way of life to make a new way of life. So it, it can be very negative, but if you look at it in that view, then it's good. Well, the next step in that is once you decide you want to destroy the old self or maybe destroy the old self to create a new self that's another popular way to say it so once you've decided to destroy your old self or your old ways you have to decide what's going to replace them so that's where need comes in not this what do you need to replace them and now isa is a time of stagnation but not stagnation here in this more positive sense but waiting so you destroy the old self you decide what you need you decide what you want to be and then there's a time of waiting or reflection which is important in in stuff like this it's just important to have some amount of waiting or reflection if you're talking about like well i don't want to get into that um there's just a certain amount of waiting. Here's an example that's more like concrete or real world. If if you want, if you own some land, and let's say you owned a farm, and it always went up in weeds and never looked nice, and you're like, I'm going to change this. Today I've decided I'm going to change this. So you, you like burn off all the old crops or all the old weeds, because you're not going to do that. And let's say this is in the fall you burn those off or or you plow them into the field which is also destructive because you're grinding them all up um so now you've done the destructive thing and then you're like well i'm gonna i'm gonna actually grow something i'm gonna go corn so you plant some corn and you're like okay now i've i've done that well the next thing is not just to be the new thing to be a productive farm the next thing is to wait you have to wait for some amount of time and that's that's what this is there is i think a lot of times in some people's understanding of magic which i'm no expert on and a lot of people don't believe in that's totally fine uh but there's the idea that you destroy the old self 
decide what the new you know make way for that new self but then there's a period of waiting things don't just immediately happen and i really do think that's probably in all things if you want if you want to a promotion at work and you decide well i'm not going to be some slobby guy who doesn't take work seriously and you're like that i'm done with that guy i'm not that anymore and you destroy that old self and then you're like well what do i need i need to be somebody who's professional and reliable let's say that's what i need okay so so i'm i'm going to do that i become the professional reliable guy and i dress better whatever you don't expect the next day someone to come up and be like hey i notice you're wearing a tie would you like a job i mean that doesn't happen there's a period where you need to wait and not do anything because you've already done the thing you've changed your behavior it's just a matter of waiting until people notice because these changes don't happen overnight and the thing is the change in you can happen overnight but the change in the universe doesn't happen overnight you need to just keep being yourself your new self now but just keep being yourself have people notice you have people say oh that guy who used to be a slob looks nice now and i've noticed that he actually gets his work done and you know maybe i ask him for help and it used to be he'd say no but this time he said yes and then six months down the line a position opens on your team and you're like hey i wonder if i can get that that guy who is now a reliable professional person to work on my team or something uh, so all of that waiting time you weren't actively doing anything maybe you weren't actively looking for the new job or or whatever in this example looking for the new job it was just the world you just had to put your new self out into the world and let those effects happen on their own and that's the big thing these effects have to happen on their own um if you want to do something like get a new job and i just do get a new job because that's a common one that I guess I hear used as an example a lot. Um, but yeah, if you want to get a new job, let's say, if if you like become somebody who's reliable overnight and then you just go out asking everybody you know for a new job, that's kind of counterproductive because they're just going to see you as desperate and be like, okay, well, yeah, he's acting differently. But it's because he wants a new job. That's the first thing he asked for. And that's not necessarily good. Um, it needs to seem like you have actually legitimately changed. And hopefully in this situation, you have legitimately changed to be like a more responsible person or whatever. So anyway, it needs to be seen as genuine in that place. And the only way that can be genuine is if you're actually not thinking about the thing you want, the new job. You're just like... I've decided to be professional and you know the reason was to get a new job but now you're like i've decided to be a hard worker who's more professional and that's just who i am now and and then maybe the position will come up because it because you've genuinely changed who you are and your motivation for that change may have been to get a new job but that's not like why you made that that's not the only reason you've made that change and you haven't just like superficially made that change and you plan to go back to your old ways but you've like legit legitimately changed anyway hopefully that makes some amount of sense uh and and then also there's the the idea that you have to believe that the thing is going to work 
for the thing to actually work. So, so going back to this job example, you have to believe like I'm a professional person now. I'm a hard worker, and I'm going to get the job. I'm not. I'm not going to spend every waking second trying to get the job. I know that is going to happen, and that gives you some amount of confidence, which other people say. Again, um, anytime you look like you're desperate, you're not going to get good results. And and I mean that's that's something that's just in life. If if you are if you don't have a positive attitude and if you're not on some level thinking a thing is going to happen, the thing's probably not gonna happen. I mean, there's that's that's just kinda how things usually work. If, if you go out into the world and you say, well, I'm going to fail today, you're probably going to actually fail today. That's probably going to be the case. But if you go out and you're like, oh, the world's, the world, I'm, I'm going to do great, the world's a good place, and I'm going to do good today, most of the time I think that you actually do good. Because it's just like our attitude has a huge effect on how we do in the world. Uh, similar, I, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but similar to the placebo effect, you know, if you take a whatever it is if you take a sugar pill or you know this this comes up a lot in alternative medicines and stuff it's like well you have to believe it work you have to believe it's going to work for it to work so whatever that thing is that's that's actually true now sometimes it's because the alternative medicine just doesn't do anything except for the placebo effect and you know and maybe it's different for other cases uh, there's some alternative medicine that will work if you think it does or not, you know, if, if it's that kind, uh, no, that's prob. I don't know if that's true. Um, alternative medicine is such a big, like, category. If it's just like, these herbs will have this effect. If you believe it or not, sometimes it really will. But, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of, like, old wives' tales and stuff like that. You're like, oh, well... If you cut a potato in half and put it in your sock on Thursday, then you'll get over your cold faster. And it's like, okay, I don't think the potato is actually doing anything. This is what I'm saying. The potato is not doing anything. Except you think it's going to be doing something. So the placebo effect kicks in and you really do get better. So did the potato make you better? Well, yeah, because if you didn't use the potato, you wouldn't have gotten better. But did the potato make you better? Also, no, because it wasn't the potato. It was just the placebo effect. Okay, so I said I wasn't going to get off on a tangent, and that didn't happen. Um, so bringing it back in, it's just the idea of waiting. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's a funny one, though, isn't it, waiting? Because it can be a bad thing or a good thing. Because on one hand, so like... Let's say, oh, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to come up with a good example off the top of your head. But um, let's just say you're writing a book. So obviously I'm using that because it's something I've done before. So it ends up being an easy one to use. Um, and you, let's say you wrote the book and you've sent it out to your editor to edit it. So you're waiting. You're not doing anything. You're not actively making the book better. You're just waiting. That's 
probably appropriate because you don't want to be changing it and then you get the notes back from your editor and you're like, well, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about because my copy's all different and changed. No, that's, that's like when waiting is definitely a good thing. You should just wait and see what they say back. Um, but on the other hand, if you're like, well, I want to write a book and then you're like, but I'm not going to start yet because I'm not ready yet. And then you say that, and I, I had a friend who did this. Uh, nobody who's been on the show. Actually, it was a friend of a friend. Actually, it's a husband of a friend. Anywho, it doesn't matter. He's super cool guy, super nice guy, you know, super nice guy. Uh, but he had the idea of writing a book, too. And it was one of those things where it's like, well, I'm going to do some of my beginning work, my um, outlines, and a little bit of research. But I'm going to wait before I jump in because maybe this isn't the best time. And I'm not quite ready. I just want to get a little feel for the topic. And, and he'd say that one year, and he'd say that the next year, and he'd say that the next year, and it'd go on and on. And, you know, he still hasn't written the book. Unless maybe he has but i doubt it he still hasn't written the book and that's a case where waiting is is bad it's easy to procrastinate and just keep pushing things off forever and ever and there's always a good reason to push things off you know like when i wrote the book i had two kids so i could have been like well, i'll just wait for them to go to elementary school and then i'll write the book i could have said that and it kind of made the book better because I would have actually had more time to dedicate to it but on the other hand I wouldn't have done the thing that's ultimately bad this is a really good question there's this thing like how much time do you spend waiting for the right time and how much time do you spend just doing the thing like if you're buying a house oh actually that's a great example oh just went through that too um it's a great example with buying a house you don't actually want to be like okay it's september 3rd and i want a new house let me just jump out there and find a new one um the mark oh, that's gross the market's not going to be any good then uh because <clears throat> excuse me the market's not going to be good there aren't going to be houses out there it's just not a good time to buy but if you say okay i want a new house when do people sell houses? When should I buy houses? And then, you know, you talk to a realtor or whatever, and they're like, well, it's in the spring. You should probably plan around that. You should probably say, okay, well, we're going to get get the house ready, do everything we can, but then we're just going to wait until spring to put it on the market, or we're just going to and buy a new one. Or, you know, if, if you're just selling, we're going to wait till spring to put it on the market. If you're just buying, we're going to wait till spring to buy because we know there'll be more houses on the market. So we're going to have be able to get a better deal maybe because there are more options so that's a good time to wait right you're like okay well the best time to sell a house is this time so i'm going to wait until that time happens so that's that's being smart and and waiting for the right time to do something uh, but on the other hand you can be like well i want a new house because um i want to like get my kids in a better school system i use that because that's literally why i moved uh and you're like but you know i'll let them go through kindergarten right i i have a promotion coming up or i have a savings bond maturing or i have a loan that's going to be paid off my car payment's going to be done in a year so I'm just going to let them go through kindergarten and then we'll move. Um, and then maybe you do that and then you're like, well, but 
you know, I've got one more loan that's going to be paid off this month, so I'll, I'll just wait for that. And then maybe you do that, and then the next year, like, well, they've already got friends. So as soon as high school comes along, and you can see where this happens, where things get pushed off further and further, and even though you were waiting for the right reasons, you can end up waiting so long that you don't actually ever get any closer to your goal and you never actually like accomplish anything just because you were you were waiting so long so that's kind of like the danger that comes along i guess with stagnation stagnation is bad because it is not moving forward and that's a real fine line between not rushing forward and not moving forward you always want to be moving forward but you don't want to be rushing forward. So, you know, in the house example, saying I'm going to wait until spring, even though that feels like stagnation, like, oh, well, why don't you just do it now? It, it's, it's the right decision, and it's a wise decision. Whereas the other one, where you always find some reason or the other to push it back, then that's just like stagnating you're, you're never moving forward because there's always going to be a reason to stay back and that's the thing there's always going to be a better time to do something like writing a, if, if i wanted to wait for the perfect time to write a book i would have waited until the kids were out of the house right that's what i would have done but i didn't want to wait that long and i don't think it would be a good idea to wait that long um writing's never going to be a career of mine, so I can't use the thing like, well, then my career is basically over when the kids are out of the house. But it is something that I just wanted to do. And, you know, maybe I'll write another book. I kind of hope to. Um, I haven't decided. I, I don't know where it fits on my priority list, uh, especially with other things like computers and programming. Um but I don't think the right choice would have been to wait for the kids to be out of house, out of the house, even though that's really a better time to do it. I feel like that would have been stagnating or letting myself stagnate because then how many other things would I do the same thing? Well, I don't want to pick up Java now because a better time would be when the kids are out of the house. I don't want to read this book now because a better time would be when the kids are out of the house or you could go way too far i don't want to do religion right now because i'll have more time when the kids are out of the house it's like is that is that right no it's probably not there are things you should do even though this isn't the perfect time this is a time and this can be a wise time it was like writing a book when i had kids in the house a bad decision not really, because I managed my time well enough that I spent time with my family, and I spent a lot of time with my family, but I also, like, did this other thing on the side. So I don't think it was a bad decision. There will always be a best time. There will always be a better situation than you are in right now. Um, and yeah, this comes up with, with all sorts of things. It's easy to fall into the trap of procrastinating forever and it's easy to fall into the tap, trap of walking of, of letting yourself get into being stagnant even though like your heart's in the right place and you're trying to make the right decision because that really feels like the right thing if you're like well i i want my first book to be the best book i've ever made because excuse me i only have one first impression and that's true you only have one first impression so you're like it's going to be the perfect book it will be flawless 
you could say that and you're like, well, I'm not going to write it now because my situation isn't flawless. As soon as the kids are out of high, are in college, it will be a perfect situation. But then how, how long are you going to wait? And okay, maybe is your first... And even then, is the first thing you create of anything, if it's a song, if it's a book, if it's a whatever, the first one's not going to be perfect, no matter how hard you work on it. And the second ones might be better. Um, like when I did music, which I did for a while, um, Bulwark's Burden, I don't know if that still exists on the internet. You can look for it if you want to. Um, the first like song that I did, and the, even the first song I recorded, because I think there's a difference between like just playing a song. There's no vocals, by the way. It's just guitar. Um, just playing the diff there's, there's a difference between playing a song and recording a song. So the first time I like decided I was going to record a song, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going to try really hard, and I practiced a bunch, and I was like, oh, I'm going to record this song, and 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 I recorded it. It was really bad. Um, but then as I got more comfortable with recording myself, you know, later, as I kept doing this more and more, you know, like the last song I recorded, maybe, I probably spent less time practicing, but it still sounded better. And it's not actually great. It's just better than where I started. So I'm, I'm not much of a musician. But my point is, like, the first thing, the, the first thing I created, no matter, even though I tried really hard, was not as good as a later thing that I created, just because I had had practice and I had been doing it. So if, if you wanted to say, well, I only get one first impression, yeah, that's true. So my first book's gonna be perfect. No, that's not true. Your first book will never be perfect. It's going to take time. It's going to take doing the thing over and over again. And I guess what I'm getting at is there's not a, a perfect time. I think a lot of people, some some people think there's a perfect time to do something and if you just do it at the perfect time everything's going to be great and everything's going to work it's not true sometimes you just need to do the thing and this is a big thing with me um sometimes you just need to do the thing and and i don't know why it's such a big thing with me probably because i've known a couple of different people who spend so much time planning they never spend any time doing and i see i see that happen i see them want to do things and i see them not do things and then i see them spend all this time planning and all this time planning and then eventually after they've spent three years planning to do something they just move on to something else without ever doing it and it's a sort of a bummer to watch because you see that those people were excited about something but they never got any fulfillment because they never tried it and i think i might even have a tendency to do the reverse where i don't spend enough time thinking about something before i decide to do it you know i mean most of the time i think it's been been fine the, the things that i'm excited about doing are usually harmless enough that 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 the worst thing's going to happen is like there'll be a bad video game under my name out there somewhere or there'll be a bad book under my name out there somewhere it's it's not like well i wanted to go skydiving and i thought about packing the parachute the right way but i just sort of threw it in there and now i'm jumping out of an airplane you know i don't do that <laughs> i'm not going to do something dangerous like that um but i think that if you want to do something you know spend some time planning it or whatever but sometimes you just have to jump in and do it 
and realize you're going to screw some things up. Because, um, I mean, you know, most things that I do have been that. The first, like, Java program I made, I I, I messed up a lot of things. There, there was a couple times, I mean, I very quickly learned to make backups, and then backups of the backups, and then backups of those backups. Uh, but but there's, there's been a few times where I was just like, oh, I want to make this java program that does this thing and and i started and just completely messed it up and or and then you know other times i was like well i want my program to have this button and i just completely messed it up so bad i had to just like delete everything i had been working for like a week on and be like no i'm just starting over because i can't i i can't even make this thing that used to be working work anymore and that stinks when that happens but and, you know, maybe if I spent more time researching, I wouldn't have run into such troubles. But on the other hand, sometimes you just have to try to do the thing. And, you know, eventually you'll get something that you like. Or you'll move on to something else and be like, oh, well, this just isn't for me. Um, but the only way you'll even know if you're good at a thing or not is if you spend some time trying. So I, I almost feel like this whole episode has me, been me saying, like, don't fall into the negative side of ISA. Don't fall into stagnation. And it is, because that's something that you really don't want to fall into. But I also just want to mention that sometimes waiting is the right thing to do. I just got scared because I heard a giant bang, and I was like, what is going on? And I was like, right it's almost the 4th of July, and I live in America. Fireworks are a thing. Anyway, I'm much more at ease now that I made that realization. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and be wrapping it up now. I guess what I'm going to say is sometimes waiting is absolutely the right thing. And the idea of like putting something out, putting a part of yourself or yourself or an idea or whatever out into the universe, and then having confidence going to work and just waiting is an important thing to be able to do. Um, so yeah, when it's wise, you need to wait. But sometimes, and a lot of the times, you just need to go out and do this thing and do the thing. It's it's so easy to fall into stagnation because. If you have a really negative attitude and you're just like, I don't, I don't care about myself, I don't want to be something great, I'm just here, sure, that's stagnation, and that's like the obvious stagnation, where it's like, okay, well, you brought this on yourself, I don't feel sorry for you, um, you're just a stagnant person, but there's the other kind of stagnation when you're like, well, when the time's right, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm watching the market, so to speak. I'm watching for the perfect time. I'll, I'll make my maps and I'll do my preparation. And when the time's right, I'm going to start this. And you end up pushing things off for so long that, that even though your heart was in the right place and you made decisions for the right reasons, you still you, you still become stagnant. So it's important not to fall into that trap either. So I guess that's all I'm going to say. Um, stagnation is bad, and but some, sometimes it's right to wait. But just do be careful not to fall into the trap of stagnation because it's pretty easy to do. All right, I'm going to end it there and say thank you, everybody, for listening. And hopefully you got something out of this. Remember, you can check out my website, and you can find that 
at hugenhoff.org. That's H-E-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. And under the podcast tab, you can listen to the podcast or subscribe to them. And just in case you're curious, Internet Archive is where I archive everything. So I think you could even go there and just search Hugenhoff and get all my stuff. But it's all linked from the website, so you might as well use that and subscribe to the RSS if you haven't already. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I will talk to you next month. And hopefully Laura will be on. Frahel.